So the journey about my Sev Stewarts, um, as you probably heard it already, I'm going to go right back to when I first started um, photography and what, what got me into it. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I was fascinated with cameras, but not really enough to get my own professional one or a semi-half-decent one. And uh, realizing now that it didn't really matter. It's all about how, um, how, how you use the camera that you have in your hands at the point in time. So whether it's a phone, whether it's a Polaroid, whether it's one that looks like the quality was taken by a calculator or a potato. It's about how you do it. Because if you can pose it right and you have the right idea, and well, really, if you enjoy it yourself, it doesn't matter. Like, I see photos out there that are, in my opinion, not that great. But if the person that took them um, loves it, then that's really the, that's really what it's all about. That's what I reckon. Um, but anyway, going back to myself and my um, where it all started, uh, I mean, this story is good to, to put down now because maybe in 10 years' time it'll be a little bit more uh, murky on remembering all of this stuff. So it'd be good to kind of do a flashback and then add on what I've done in the next 10 years. So that's exciting. So um, when I became, when I turned 18, I moved um, from country town of Kalgoorlie to Perth to uh, pursue a dream of um, being a footy player and uh, and uh, during that time I uh, I wanted a, a camera like a little point and shoot something better than a, a phone camera uh, in terms of quality and uh, I got myself a uh, Olympus um, point and shoot it was an underwater one which which I thought was really cool I, I think it was Olympus I, I honestly don't remember but um, yeah, I had that, and um, I shot a lot of stuff with. I took it everywhere. I uh, ended up being called out by my mate. He said because we went, we'd go out to clubbing and stuff like that, and, and then um, I would take my my little point and shoot. And he said, "Said that's for girls. That's what girls do. They take their point and shoot with them to these clubs." And this was like 2010, so iPhones were around, been around for about three years by now, and the camera quality wasn't too good, but the selfie started coming in. The selfie thing was a thing, and uh, I still have my point and shoot with the flash attached. And I, I, I still have those photos back in the day from when I was clubbing, and um, you know they were just like spontaneous in the moment photos, and. Um, yeah, those were those were the times. Those were the absolute times. And then um, the camera started collecting dust for a little while, and I left it. And, and I think I think along the line I got another one, a, a better one, a, a more upgraded one. And I think I used it maybe three or four times before I didn't really bother. So then what happened was um, um, I left it for a while. And the uh, iPhone started getting better with their photos. And, and I mean, I didn't really use my camera phone for any artistic photography stuff. It was just 
videos of dumb things and photos of being being an idiot and and that was really all I did and then I started to really want a DSLR I wanted a, a camera to you know shoot a little bit better with because I got into sneakers in 2013 or end of 2013 got a little bit into them a little bit further and I wanted to take the next best sneaker photo to be featured on Instagram so then um so then I was like right I need I need a decent decent camera for this because this is this is all the craze right now so I, I really wanted one and then what happened was 2015, uh, probably towards the end, around September, um, maybe August, um, I was playing football and I uh, ruptured my um, ACL. And uh, yeah, I was out of action. That was footy for a year. And I had to have surgery and, and all of that. And I remember the first week, I think it was the same day out of surgery, we went from the surgery place because I had a, I actually like put a camera on lay-by beforehand, and uh, we went from there to JB Hi-Fi and bought a Nikon D7100. Mum paid the rest of it off, but she felt sorry for me because I had nothing else to really live for. <laughs> Sound depressed, but I wasn't. I was fine. I was just like, right, what am I going to do now? If I can't play footy. So I got the D7100 and. Uh, I got the kit lens, I think it was like 18 to 55 mil, I don't remember. And uh, yeah, began taking photos. And the reason I chose that camera was because I was like, right, I'm not going to go all out or all in with this because what if I don't do it in two, three years time? Because I knew that was my personality, like I'd be all in or nothing. So anyway, um, the, the greatest thing I ever came up with for developing my photography early on and to keep motivated was to take a photo every day, as cliche as that sounds. But I had to have a, I made a rule. Because I wasn't into editing photos or learn how to do it or, excuse me, had any idea on how to do it. I thought, right, I have to put up a post every day, one photo, on Instagram, with a caption, a little bit of a story, and it's not allowed to be edited. It has to be raw, and it has to be fully just as is from the camera. So the challenge was to really get the best shot I could out of the camera, play around with the settings, take a few different photos of the same subject over and over and over. And I still have those photos, and I love them. I love them a lot. Um, like, to, to this day standard, in terms of obviously where I'm at right now, and and uh, what the world considers a good photo, a banger photo on Instagram, they're not that great, but I love them because I took them. At, the, at that time when I took them, I, I was like, wow, these are great. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked with these. And, and yeah, that was the foundations of when I started. I called the project Project 200 because I found a, a photo album um, to use and it had 200 sleeves in it. And my goal was to, um, get 200 of the photos and, and print them out four by five and um, put them in the sleeves and have this book. And unfortunately, I think I only got up to 138 and I never actually printed any of them um, and put them in that book, which was a shame. Um, but I still have about maybe 80, 80 to 100 of those photos still on my Instagram 
the very, if you just scroll right down my feed and have a look at the first 100 or so photos, you'll see a number, something out of 200 or whatever. And um, that was, yeah, that was the project. I think I uh, took, took a, a big break from it and I had to catch up and I had to, I felt like I was under pressure. I put myself under pressure and I enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it was cool how I kept myself accountable that early in my life with this project but I went overseas um, uh, half a year later to um, back home to Kyrgyzstan where I, where I was born and took the camera with me and you know had my first ever like traveling photo I, I had the whole kit I had a wide-angle lens I had a I bought a macro lens and and a zoom lens and and uh, a tripod and a whole photo bag and I was I was loving it I was into it I was staying up in the middle of the night in the mountains taking my first astrophotography and and that was awesome that was such a cool thing that i did i I loved every every second of it i looked at those photos and i was like damn like i love them i love them so much and then yeah um a couple years passed and i started to get better with it started to get into more editing stuff learned about lightroom and started to channel that in and learn about it and um upgrade my lenses and learn about all the different techniques and still didn't have Photoshop or anything like that but um, yeah I really just started to get um, a move on and momentum with my my passion my hobby Um, Instagram was a bit of a a letdown because of you know I'd I'd be posting things and nothing would happen and nothing has changed I've got a few more followers now but um, it's still you know similar similar outcome it has improved but the main thing is i love it more and more and more that the photo the photo process the taking the photos going home and getting excited about editing that one specific photo that you took that you really thought was amazing and then posting it up and having no one else like it but still be like you know what screw you guys i'm i love it and that's the main thing so that was that was awesome and and that's where i am today and then last year, I think it was last year, um, I got to a point where I was like, right, I'm ready to upgrade. I wanted to get the uh, Nikon 850, D850. And then uh, a, a mate of mine um, was talking about Sony's and how good the A7R2 was, I think it was. And uh, and he how he had it and how good it was and all these photos he was taking. and. And then I was like, oh wow, A7R3 is coming out, let's do it, stuff it, let's get it. And um, I was about to put it on, like, I was about to purchase it, and then uh, a new one came out, A7 III, without the R in it. And uh, the megapixel count wasn't that great, sorry, wasn't that great, wasn't as good as the um, R3, but the... uh, the HDR and the lower lower ISO and dark um, darker room quality was a lot better um, on paper or whatever, and um, yeah, he convinced me to get that. He ended up getting the A7R3, but um, oh man, I'm, I'm happy with the camera that I got, and I've had a look at the A7R3, and again, this is all subjective, but it, it it's it's overkill. It's it's overkill. Everybody looks at photos on their phones or you know their small screens and and having a having a photo unless you're printing it big time which is not my mark the market that I'm into 
unless you were blowing it out, it doesn't matter. And with my camera, you can still do that. So um, thanks that. Thanks for that one. Um, and yeah, I started to, I invested a lot of money into it and um, I've got three lenses now and I'm stuck on three lenses, but that's all I really need. And I've got the wide angle coming in, which is cool um, eventually. And then, yeah, I'm picking up jobs now. I've, I've shot one wedding um, a, a, as a photo wedding, as a second shooter. Um, I shot another wedding with, as videographer, which is cool, as a second videographer. And now I've got my first ever wedding booked in next, we uh, next month. And, and that's amazing. I've had a few portrait shoots done, um, a father's son done. And this is still all early days. This is all like this year um, or in the last six months, if you're counting um, late last year. And um, yeah, the, ex the, the journey has been incredible. And it's only been four years, like four years, give or take a couple months. But looking back at it, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm, I'm so glad I found something that I really enjoy to, to help balance work um, and play. I love my job uh, um, um, from the nine to five or the for me it's eight to three eight to four I love it so every day I'm not really working I'm just enjoying life and to be at 28 years old and realizing that um, I feel amazing I've, I've felt, felt the best I've ever felt so right I'm at work now so I'm gonna head off into my next uh, thing and Leave the phone uh, at bay for the day and um, focus on the kids. So thank you for listening and uh, I hope that um, you have found your passion or passions and uh, go forth with them. And, and, and if it's early days for you, realize that it can take up to four years. Hell, it can take up to 10 years as long as you're enjoying it and pushing it and you're having fun along the way. That's great. That's, that's really all you want. Uh, I'm not about how many followers I have or how much money I make from my clients. I'm just about the experience of it all because, you know, at the end of the day, that's all it is, the experience. Everything else is a byproduct, and as long as you're happy doing it, you're winning. Um, yeah, enjoy your day, and uh, good thanks.